In less than a year, our podcast has gone from an average of 10,000 downloads a month to 50,000 downloads. What made the difference? You leaving us a five-star review. The more positive reviews, the more the algorithm picks us up, and more people are confronted by the law and gospel of Jesus Christ. Help us press forward the crown rights of King Jesus by leaving us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks. Jesus said, Man cannot live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You're listening to Daily Truth. So the question is this. So does the current rebellion in our nation, in America, represent the righteous judgment of God towards the wicked or the loving discipline of the Heavenly Father towards the church? And I believe that the answer is both. The the two things can be simultaneously true. That's the beauty of the manifold wisdom of God, his sovereignty in the ends that he brings about, but also the means by which he brings those ends about. That God is meticulously sovereign over all things, and he is infinitely powerful and infinitely wise. And as such, God can be doing two things at once. With one rod, with one act, as it were, God can be judging the wicked and disciplining the righteous. I believe that right now, God is judging the wicked in our nation by handing us over further and further to higher degrees of a further progression of sin from wrong belief to wrong worship, that is idolatry, to perversion attached to that idolatry and to the societal approval of that perversion. And to the wicked that is, those who are not in Christ, to the unbeliever, that is a sign of God's judgment on the wicked. But for the church, it's a sign of his discipline. Well, why would we need to be disciplined? Because it happened on our watch. We're, we're not being eternally judged. We're not going to hell. But we are being disciplined. We now have to live in such a society. We have to experience the harmful effects. We now have to, to be more careful and, and more guarded with our children, more vigilant, more determined. We now have, have the, the, the scope of shame directed and targeting us for, for being Christians and being followers of Christ. We're enduring negative penalties for society being handed over to their sin. And that is God's judgment for the wicked, but it's God's discipline for the righteous. And what we should do by God's grace as his children, adopted by grace through faith in Christ alone, is that we should respond rightly to that discipline. Receive the rod of correction and say, hey, we need to correct this. We need to stand for righteousness. We need to stand for the truth. We need to repent. God has called us out in our sin. Perversion to the unbeliever, but apathy, a sinful tolerance, misguided compassion, warped empathy, abdication of our role, our responsibility for the Christian. That's our sin. That's our failure. And the Lord has drawn this out by handing us over further and further to what we want. 
And the question is, will we respond rightly to the rod of the Lord, to the discipline of a heavenly Father who loves His church? Will we say, Father, you're right. We failed. Will we repent? Will repentance begin with the house of God? Will we work by grace, not knowing if we'll be successful in this generation, in our lifetime, but, but consistently and faithfully and diligently, nonetheless, will we work to set the ship right? To repent of the church's failure first and then also address the failure in society. Will we say that God's law is good and that every society has laws and that laws are always inherently moral? The question is not whether but which. By what standard? Or will we be apathetic? Will we be pietistic? Not piety, love for God and spiritual practices and worship, but pietistic, meaning will we be uninvolved? Will we inwardly retreat? Will we just look at the writing on the wall and say, this is the way it's got to be? Or will we look and say, hey, you know what? Assyria... They were destroyed. The Canaanite tribes, they were destroyed. But you know what? There's another little story in the Bible. What about Nineveh? Sometimes a society is wicked, but God raises up prophets, even reluctant prophets that disobeyed for a while. They were pietists for a while. They ran and hid for a while. But eventually, by God's grace, respond. They go and preach the message that they were called to. And sometimes the wicked nation listens. All right, hold up. You're not going to want to miss this. I'm going to tell you exactly how our spring 2024 conference is going to go down. Here's the title of the conference. Blueprints for Christendom 2.0. Subtitle seven doctrines for ruling the world. We're going to have seven primary sessions covering each of these doctrines for ruling the world righteously. Number one, reformed confessionalism. That's going to be Pastor Doug Wilson preaching on that topic. Then we've got covenant theology with Pastor Brian Sauvey. Then we've got biblical patriarchy with Pastor Michael Foster. Then we've got presuppositionalism with Dr. Joseph Boot. Then we've got um, Kyperianism, all of Christ for all of life, where we're going to welcome Pastor Doug Wilson back for a second session. Then we've got general equity theonomy. We're going to have Dr. Joseph Boot come and do a second session on that topic. And then lastly, we'll have Pastor Dale Partridge on post-millennial eschatology. In addition to these seven sessions, we're also going to have not one, but two live podcasts. On the first day of the conference, that's Friday, March 1st, we're going to have a live Theology Applied podcast. I'll be on the stage hosting the discussion with Douglas Wilson, Michael Foster, and Eric Kahn from It's Good to Be a Man. The topic is going to be all about biblical patriarchy. We're going to specifically be parsing out, distinguishing the biblical doctrinal differences between patriarchy and complementarianism. Again, that's Friday, March 1st, the first day of the conference, a live Theology Applied podcast on biblical patriarchy. Then we're going to have the next day, that's Saturday, March 2nd, a live Haunted Cosmos podcast. I'll be hosting this discussion with Brian Sauvey and Ben Garrett. We're going to be talking about the Nephilim. We're going to be talking about the Watchers. We're going to be talking about what creatures currently are living underneath the surface of the earth and chasms of the deep. It's going to be wacky. It's going to be weird, but it will also be thoroughly biblical and incredibly unhinged. So you're not going to want to miss these two live podcasts, Theology Applied, on Friday, March 1st, the first day of the conference, 
on Biblical Patriarchy with Doug Wilson, Michael Foster, Eric Kahn, and myself. And then the next day of the conference, Saturday, March 2nd, a live Haunted Cosmos podcast with Brian Sauvey and Ben Garrett and myself on the Nephilim, the Watchers, and what lies under uh, the surface of the earth. And then the conference will hold over for one final, the third and final day. That's going to be the Lord's Day, Sunday, March 3rd, where one of our speakers will be holding over to preach the Lord's Day sermon, and I'll be leading us in worship through the liturgy. So we've got three days, a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd of 2024, Blueprints for Christendom 2.0, Seven Doctrines for Ruling the World. You're not going to want to miss this conference. Our early bird rate is still available, but only for a very short period of time. We are ending the early bird rate on August 31st at 11.59 p.m. That will be the final chance to get into this conference at an affordable cheap rate. All right. So go and take advantage of the early bird rate right now by going to rightresponseconference.com. Again, that's rightresponseconference.com to register for Blueprints for Christendom 2.0, March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, 2024. Register today.